So, so uh, we're in a situation right now that's um, different than what we've been going through, and it's changing rapidly day by day. Let me tell you what we're trying to do. We're trying to stay informed. We're praying. We're um, looking for lots of advice. We're talking to medical people. Uh, I put a direct link to the county's health site on our website um, so that we know what's happening in the area. And you can check that. It's updated fairly regularly. Um, many churches have decided to close, and, and, and many are staying open. And there are, you know, both are options. I think we just need to be praying for everybody. Everybody's going to have strong opinions on this. And let's just try and love each other well and... and uh, would you, I would, I would ask this, I was thinking about this, everybody should be praying for all the pastors in this country who are making difficult decisions because no matter what decision they make, they're going to face pushback. And, uh, and let's just love them, alright? Let's, let's be open. I get it. There's a lot of different feelings on this. And so, you know, for us, we're, we're here, um, and, and I'm hoping that we can continue to meet. I have the CDC guidelines. We're following them for what's happening. I know for faith-based groups what it means, and we're, we're doing and making some changes. We want people to be comfortable. We also want you to be comfortable to stay home and watch online. If you do stay home, don't just think it's a day off. Please check in online and continue to pray and engage. And if you're watching at home, get involved. Watch the worship. Worship with us during that period of time. Check in. Hang in there with the message. Listen. Engage. And do those things. We, we have to look um, for ways to now see how God is going to use this. And, um, you know, the enemy is up to his tricks. And we need to see, God, how do you want us to react and respond? What do you want us to do? We want to be, you know, proactive in all these things. We're going to continue to do what we can. We were just talking. We're going to get the ice cream truck out as much as we can the next couple of weeks because the kids are off. Um, if you don't know, we have an ice cream truck and we go away and we give away free ice cream. We go out and drive through the neighborhoods and it's an actual truck with all the bells and the whistles and everything. And the only difference with our truck and most trucks is we don't charge. It's all gifts. So we'll get that out there. If anybody wants to help with that, find Pastor Fran and say, I can go and help you with that. And um, so we'll get that out there and just continue to be a blessing to people. And that's a, that's a happy sound anyway, the ice cream truck sound. For most of us, it brings up kind of like, oh, ice cream. And you almost want to run no matter what you're doing. If you haven't checked into our text and church system, please do it now. The number's in your bulletin, 305-745-7513. Text loop to that number. You will get updates from me as things change. And, and let me just say it's, it's kind of changing. As for us at the moment, we're, we've chosen to stay open as long as we are able. Um, so we have made some changes that you've seen. We're wiping everything down between services. We went to pre-filled communion cups. We're leaving doors open wherever possible so that you can come in and out. We're encouraging you to limit the amount of touching that you do. If you do touch someone, I get that. Don't touch your face. Wash your hands. There's hand sanitizers everywhere. Uh, and yet, you know, I say that you're, you're so used to touching your face. It's almost impossible not to. In the moment I tell you not to touch your face, you touch your face. And, uh, you have an itch or something. We're going to keep doing as we feel led. So again, be praying. All right, these are these are difficult times because we, we want to bless people and love people. And there's a lot of different feelings about there is like there is in so many areas of life. Let's continue to be kind. Look for ways to be generous um, and be good neighbors in the world around you. If you're sitting on a hundred rolls of toilet paper, go give ten away. All right, <laughs> just go do it. You heard me. Give it away. Give it away. <laughs> like toilet paper? 
We want to be the body of Christ, right? We want to be a people of hope and joy and be a light in this time and yet be sensitive to where everybody's at as much as we can. So let's let's not judge. Let's bless. Let's encourage. Let's love. Um, also, so you know, you know, a couple of weeks ago, the big tornadoes happened in Nashville. We responded to that. We partner with Convoy of Hope all the time. So they were there immediately. We sent an additional amount of money to Convoy just to help there with Nashville. Uh, and so we're on that. We also helped to sponsor Sir Bon, who comes to church here. He always goes on these crises and partners with Samaritan's Purse. So we've helped with that. So you guys have done that. So we're, we're trying to plug in wherever we can. And, uh, and so that's kind of where we're at. It's a, it's a, it's a happening situation. So pray for us to make good decisions and to keep pressing in to be a light. So that's where we're at with that. We're in a series called uh, All Things New. And uh, in this series, we're really talking about... Uh, what that means, the renewal of all things. Last week I talked about hope, timely, and uh, that our ultimate hope is in the understanding of the renewal of all things. That very word actually comes from back to the beginning is what it means, back to Genesis almost. That a time is coming when, when heaven and earth will meet once again the way God always intended it. God has never given up on his good creation. At the end of all things, the renewal of all things, he's going to restore it all. Heaven and earth will meet fully as they're supposed to and God will dwell with us and we'll be in new physical bodies and we'll, we will dwell with him forever incorruptibly, incorruptible bodies. Really, you know, I said this last week and think about it again. It's, it's, that, that when you read the Bible, that, that really what happens is from, from the time of the fall until the time of the renewal of all things, it's really about how God gets rid of the serpent. And that the promise is that when we get back to the renewal of all things, when that happens, we are serpent free. And that's really good news. The enemy is dealt with and all these messy things that we have happening right now are once and for all done with. But but we're moving in that direction and that's our hope. And understanding that really changes the way that we live in our day to day lives, the renewal of all things and what that means to us. So I said last week as we talked about that again that when we get a hold of that as our ultimate hope, it changes everything and it really changes the way we pray. And so I want to do the next few weeks about prayer. I think it's timely for us to do that. So we're going to look at prayer together. But a couple of bad jokes because we need to do those as long as we can. What does a thesaurus eat for breakfast? A synonym roll. My wife gets mad at me for not putting kitchen utensils back. But that's a whisk I'm willing to take. That's a bad one, I know. I hate negative numbers, and I will stop at nothing to avoid them. It's a math joke that's very funny. If you don't get it, ask someone who does. Scripture reading here on purpose. We looked at this first passage last week. I wanted to make sure we had it. First Peter 1, chapter three, uh, verse 3 and following. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In His great mercy, He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. 
In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which persists even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Remember that word revealed there is that same word that revelation comes from. It's a Greek word apocalypticos, which is where you get the idea of apocalypse from and people have been tossing that word around lately. But the reality is it's the revelation is about when Jesus returns and everything is set back right and that's what we're looking for. But verse 4 4 there remember we talked about last week kind of clues this in that this new life that we have um, which is made possible because of what Jesus did in effect at Easter on the cross, defeating death, rising again, uh, and that what God did in, in Jesus at Easter, he's done and doing for us who come to know him. And in some ways, he's already done for the entire world. That, that, that in the process, new heaven and new earth, that, that that's taken place in some measure. New heaven is ready to come. We're just waiting for Jesus to come back. And, and right now, there's this, there's just something that separates that completion. We're, we're sitting on time, but that I said this last week, heaven and earth are much closer than you think a lot of times. That they are actually tangential. That they're, they're happening. And there's places already where heaven and earth overlap. Uh, and that the kingdom breaks in in all sorts of ways already. We live in that tension of the now and the not yet. And, and, and so with that in mind and with that overlap in mind, we need to talk about prayer and what that looks like. So, so what is prayer is kind of point number one on this. And I, I want to use over the next few weeks uh, in, in uh, this discussion the Lord's Prayer. Most of you already know the Lord's Prayer. Almost everybody has heard it, said it, knows it. For whatever reason, people that don't even go to church know the Lord's Prayer. Uh, and, and, and in effect, the Lord's Prayer says this. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Um, the, the most reliable manuscripts we have end the prayer there. The church seems to have ended a little tag that most of you know at the end. But for our sake, we're just going to look at it to that point um, and, and what that means. Now, um, part of being a believer is that we're really meant to be living in those places where heaven and earth overlap already. And the language of living in that place is what prayer is all about. And, and so I'm hoping to explain that as we continue on. And so, you know, when people say, well, where do heaven and earth overlap? Certainly they overlap in Jesus. Jesus, fully God, fully man. You see the picture there. The Holy Spirit dwelling in us is a, is a place where heaven and earth overlap. I've said, you know, that's a place that's, that's happening right now. You're the temple of the Holy Spirit. That happens. As, as the kingdom breaks through in miracles and answered prayer and all the things that happen, divine appointments, everything that's going on, those are places where heaven and earth overlap already in the process. And, and prayer is the language for living in there. That's, that's the way I understand it. It's really how you understand that these things are happening is that, that we pray and, and we, we, uh, we, we pray believing we, and we pray that God answers prayer. and we, All these things, there's that picture. So one way I like to think about sort of that overlap and understanding it, if I can give you an analogy, it would be like um, going to Beahond or any other beach that you can see and, and, and that... That there's the beach and there's the ocean. Let's, let's go with those two things, all right? And, and you can walk along the shore if you choose, and you could walk in a way so that you never get your feet wet. Uh, 
And you could actually walk in such a way that you kind of, you could imagine somehow if you want, the more distance you get away from the water that it even exists. So you could do that. Another thing that you could do is you could go into that water as far as you can and spend as much time enjoying the depth of that water and all that it meant uh, and what that looks like. You know, obviously we're not sea creatures, so you've got to come back at some point. But, but you, get, you could spend all your time in the water. But another thing you could do is you, you could spend time where you're walking along the shore, but you've got your feet wet and you're walking along as well. And you're sort of in the midst of both of those dynamics. Okay? So you're in the water, but you're on the shore, and you're living in the place where they overlap. You see, there is a place where they overlap. Well, think of it this way, as you've kind of had that picture, is that walking along the shore, that would kind of be our normal daily lives, where we're just walking along and and we can stay as busy and as focused in that as we want sort of not uh, thinking about anything else and staying in that dynamic let's say that the ocean is sort of represents the the amazingness of God if you would and his presence and and we can certainly spend time involved in that and embracing that and and I would encourage you to do that that there needs to be those times where you're just pressing in to the presence of God and enjoying him and and it's it can be exhilarating and 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 all the things that are happening you know that you need to be experiencing that in your life if you're not experiencing that in your life you will look to other things to find that experience so I want to encourage you and those other things don't last we need to be spending that time in the Lord but, but that, that third analogy, I think, is that place where you're dealing the overnap, where you're, you're continuing to walk along the shore, and yet you've got your feet wet. You're, you're aware that we're, we're having to do and, and involve ourselves in, in life as it proceeds uh, here, but we also are to spend time in the presence of God. And there's a place where those things overlap. And to me, that's what we do as we pray. We're living in that overlap. We're, we're doing the things that we have to do in the natural. And at the same time, we're looking for the things that God is doing. And we're trying to, to listen and be engaged and have him lead and guide. And that's the process. And prayer is the, the place where that gives us language to live in that overlap. And so that's kind of an analogy, I think, that we have as we press in to this whole thing. Now... Here's the thing as we talk about prayer, that we have a tendency to start with the focus on us. And, and what I mean by that is, is when it comes to the Lord's Prayer, I think a lot of times we're praying it backwards. And, and I'm glad that you're praying it, however you're praying it, but it's far more impactful if you pray it forwards. So I want to talk about how we tend to pray it, and you can see if you think about it. And then the next couple of weeks, I'm going to talk about how and why Jesus taught us to pray the way he did and how much impact it has. But if you mean, why do I think that we say that, that we pray it backwards, the Lord's Prayer? Well, it's the way the Lord's Prayer ends is where I say most of us engage in prayer. It's, it's sort of the help prayer. I've taught you that prayer. It's a powerful prayer. But it, we start there. We, uh, that's the, it's sort of the thing that drives us and fuels us a lot of times is something's going on and we cry out for help. Don't hear me say it's wrong to start there. I'm just saying there's, there's a better way. But, but that's kind of what drives us in praying. God, help me. There's something going on I don't like. Rescue me from this bad stuff. Uh, and, and sort of in the language of the day, it was deliver us from evil. Deliver us from the evil one. That's sort of how a lot of people begin to pray. Uh, but as we even start there, we almost intuitively know it's not a great place to end that prayer. And so we kind of continue on backwards in the Lord's Prayer, if you would. And we get to that next part, which is lead us not to temptation. Lead us not to temptation. Uh, and here's what happens a lot of times just when we're going backwards is, is so something's happening 
And then, and then we start to wonder if, if uh, maybe it's some sort of test that's going, that we're going through. And so we, we sort of pray, lead us not in temptation. It's that feeling you get uh, when you realize that you've locked your keys in the car. You ever had that feeling? Or when you've somehow managed to get out of your house without your keys and the door locks behind you and now you're locked out of your house. Or, cause, and you, you might say, why is this happening to me? You ever get that? And you're almost like, God, why are you, why, why is it? And, and I, Alice and I, some, some, a couple of years ago now, one of our trips, we, we were coming back from being somewhere and we were flying into Key West. We always, we like to fly to Key West when we can because it's closer to home and it's difficult to fly into Miami if you have to drive down. So, hey, we're going to go to Key West. And we were tired. It had been a long day. And when I had parked, there wasn't any room in the covered parking. So we were out in the sort of overflow spot of Key West. So it was out in the open. And then it was in typical Key West fashion. It was pouring down rain when we got there. And there was no let up in sight. And it was really hot. And so it's that hot, humid rain. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's so humid that you're wet anyway. So you almost can't tell if it's soaked you are from the rain or the... And so we, we waited for a while. It wasn't clearing up. And we decided to trudge out to the car uh, with our big bags, you know, and we got them out there and soaking wet. And we get to the car and, and Alice jumps in and I throw the big bags into the car, you know, and I'm just hot and miserable and can't wait to get home. And I hop into the car and I stick the key in the ignition and I turn it and it goes click, 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 click. You know that feeling? Oh, no. And then I, we, we called... Uh, I called AAA because I have that, and I called AAA, and the guy said, well, well, I'm the only guy on, and there's just been an accident I've been called to, so it might be a while. Let me see what I can do. And so, grace of God, he came out first and jumped us real quick before he was pressing on, and we got the car started, and he said, where are you going? I said, well, we've got to go up to Cudjo. He goes, yeah, that's not going to happen. The accident is between here and there. <laughs> it's shut down till I get there. I was like, oh, no. So we're all hot and wet, you know, you get the, I think we went and ate somewhere or something, but it's that kind of thing that you get that gets on you and we sort of move through that prayer. Well, a lot of times we sort of get to that, well, is this a test and what's going on? That the sort of the next thing is we, we might think, well, maybe it's because of something I've done and we, uh, we might check in and get a little forgiveness. Uh, maybe, it, oh, maybe I need forgiveness. And so we get to that next part of the prayer, Lord, forgive us, forgive me for whatever. We conveniently forget a lot of times the second part of that prayer. Um, about others, we're sort of focused on ourselves and we're, we're going backwards through the prayer. And, and, uh, uh, and, and then as we get there for forgiveness, a lot of times we'll, in the midst of those things, we'll start to think about other things that are going on. And so this might be a good time to ask God for our needs, you know, give us today our daily bread. It's, and you sort of see how we're beginning, we're, we're kind of move backwards through this prayer. Bread there is very important. I want to talk more about that in the next couple of weeks, what it symbolizes, and it really symbolizes our needs for, for our daily needs. But it's a bigger picture that, that God's preaching. It, the whole Lord's Prayer is the good news really being displayed in us when we, when we get to it. But that's kind of where we're at. We've been working backwards. We have a prayer for help. We have a prayer not to be tested. We have a prayer, uh, you know, for forgiveness. And then this prayer for, for daily bread is kind of where we're at. What happens next is that's when usually our, our focus shifts from us to him, which is a good place uh, and a good thing for that to happen. When we sort of, that focus changes, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
And, and so we, we sort of turned a corner at that point where we're looking at, and sort of understanding that there's a larger plan. Remember, I'm always telling you it's his story uh, and it's bigger than us. And we need to be looking how that we, we fit into that story. And it's understanding that God is really king and, and that when we get a hold of that, it begins to change all of our longings and our hopes and our desires to an entirely different place. And, and it's probably one of the most important phrases you can get a hold of when it comes to the renewal of all things your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And if you look at it, it makes sense with the renewal. It's, it's Lord, let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, not as in heaven as it is in heaven. It's on earth as it is in heaven. And so it's a picture again of everything coming together in the process. And, and you know, God's made heaven and earth to be complementary. And, and it's what the New Testament is pointing to throughout. And it was all made possible because of the cross and, and the resurrection. But here's the thing. When we're going at it backwards, and I'm not, I'm not picking, but when we're going backwards, one of the things that's possible for us to happen is that we sort of reduce God's kingdom to trying to get God to do what we want him to do. It becomes how we think things ought to go. And, and it, God's too big to be put in that kind of box. And what he wants us is, is to be praying that we understand how he wants things to go. And really the Lord's Prayer is there to help us with the good news, to get it moving in the right direction. That it really is all about him establishing his kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. And to grasp that, that we're already involved in that process and what that means and what that looks like to us in this life. And so he wants to turn sort of our tendency to be more self-focused in our prayers to really having him as the focus and then working through the process. And so that's where I want to pick it up next week as we look at the Lord's Prayer and that you, you, you can see if we, if we start with honoring him and understanding him and worshiping him in our prayer and then we get that it's about his kingdom coming and what that looks like and then we move through the rest of the prayer, it makes much more sense. It keeps us in a much better spot and it prepares us, if we'll do that in the beginning of the day and throughout the day, for when we do need to cry for help, that's where we're at in that point of the prayer. We're ready. We're right where we should be to just keep him engaged. But now we're, we're looking at things from his perspective, and so it begins to change the dynamic. So think about that this week in, in everything that's going on and, and sort of really press in. This is a time to be praying. Please be praying um, every day. Pray for our community. Pray for the medical people that are working. Pray for all the people this is going to impact economically um, here, here in the area as things change. Pray for wisdom. Pray um, um, for healing. Pray for divine intervention. Pray, you know, pray this thing away. Be engaged in prayer and, and be steadfast in it. Look for ways to be good neighbors. Look for ways to bless people. Look for ways to be generous. Look for ways to make a difference. That's what we're, we're trying to do right now. We're just trying to figure out how to position ourselves in the community to have the biggest impact for what's taking place. And so be praying for all those things and just keep pressing in. And let me say this too. If you don't yet know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, now is the time. Uh, and I'm, anybody that's watching online, you, you need to know that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. The, the, you know, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, that's what Paul tells us to do. That's the beginning of this journey. That's what helps us to have hope and to have peace and to have all those things. And so if you haven't prayed a prayer like that, do it. Just do it right now. 
really, it's, it's Jesus, will you be my Lord and Savior? You pray that from your heart in light of all that he's done for us, and you're in. And so online, if, you're, if you haven't prayed it, you pray it. If you're here in the room, if you haven't prayed that, you pray that right now. Best decision you will ever make. And so, so be doing that. Remember these verses, please. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. It's Philippians 4, 6, and 7. I've encouraged you to learn that for the last 20 years. If you haven't memorized it yet, now is the time. Just get it in there and get to it all day long. Do not, I mean, if you're starting to feel anxious, do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by what? Prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, regard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Get that one in there. And stand on that one. And, and trust Him in the process. Okay? And, and uh, in light of everything that's going on, I just want to, we're going to, ministry time today, I'm just going to pray for us corporately right now. So let's join in prayer. Father, uh, I pray for each person here in the room. I pray, God, that you would bless them, keep them safe. Heal them if anything's going on. Um, help us all to be an encouragement into the world around us. Give us wisdom. Help us to love people well uh, through this process to, to encourage people wherever they're at, Father. I pray for divine appointments for everybody here to have opportunities to share the very good news that we have that people right now need to hear it, God, and that we're ready to present it to them in, in our actions and in our words. Um, I pray, God, for anyone that's sick right now, that you would touch them and heal them supernaturally, God, and that you would just bless them, God. Uh, I, I pray for those that are having to work in, in the medical profession, God, that you would give them um, safety and watch over and give them wisdom. I, I pray for those, God, who will be impacted by this thing right now as sort of things are slowing down in different places, God, that you would bless them uh, financially in ways they haven't even imagined yet and that you would allow them to, to not be afraid, God, but to trust in you. And I, I pray that sort of prayer for all of us, God, that, that, that fear would not overcome us, but we would stand in your goodness and in your hope, knowing that you're with us and that you're for us and that you've got us, God. So thank you for who you are. Thank you for the food that you provided, God, that is coming out next for breakfast. Bless that. Everybody makes it possible. Draw people in for 11 o'clock who need to be here. Draw people into the online services who need to hear that you're good and that you're God and that you've got us. And we love you and we thank you so much. Praise God from whom all bless. May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. Go today in the peace, the power, and the love of God. God bless you all. Thank you for being here. Remember, be thankful for five things. Encourage two people so we can get one lost child back to dad. Uh, breakfast will be in the back. Might be a little different. They're just going to put things on the plate and hand them to you to keep the line going. So let them do that. As you're leaving today, be kind to one another in the parking lot. Have a great day. Catch some fish. I'd say hope your team wins, but I don't think anybody's playing. So uh, be good to one another. Love one another. Be safe. God bless you guys. We'll see you soon.
Thanks for watching this broadcast from Keys Vineyard Community Church in Big Pine Key, Florida. Be sure to like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. For more information, log on to keysvineyard.com. We'll see you next time.